I would like the PS5 as a design element in my house, just to have mm. it. Um, I can just imagine it. My, um, I've, I've decided, like, I have some additional things I want in my house. Like, obviously, mm. I want my nice coffee, like, artisan coffee, uh, not machine, but, like, a manual coffee maker. Um, nice coffee grinder. Um, I want, like, um, I want this built-in chopping board in my kitchen. Like, I'm very particular about it, but I've realized I also want a bar. And like, I just want to have like my own like look. And I saw this today on Queer Eye, and I cried for ten. Not about the bar, but over there, but it was very, very small. Um, yeah. But I would really like um, a bar to have my house, just just because it seems like it would seem cool. And then I can take some cocktails from the bar straight to my beautiful PS5, and you know, watch some TV or watch Netflix from. The- mm. Not play games. Games are stupid. I don't care. I just you, you can you can literally do all those things on your PS4. You can watch Netflix. You can do all these yeah, things. It's not as sexy. Like it's just it's just one of those things that you see and you're like, wow. I don't know why, but I'm really attracted to that. Um, I think um, immediately jumping on things you're attracted to has maybe not always um, had the greatest outcome. Um, so. <laughs> Wow. As I said, just just find just find some single player games that you enjoy. And do oh, it that you're way. you're you're really emphasizing the single part here. I I see. I um, just I mean you can get some multiplayer games, but you you know what? Do whatever you want. I'm not I'm not gonna dig at you anymore. I felt I felt a, a, a just... very good one. I I knew I was just gonna end up giving you a hard time again, and I didn't want to do it. I wasn't gonna do that. You you just you just wanna you just wanna make it clear that you think I should be focusing on some single player games for a bit. And I just think there are lots of experiences you can have on your own that you would enjoy. That's all I'm saying. Like you don't always have to be having a good time with other people to be able to have a good time. Uh huh. Okay, mm-hmm. this seems like a very thinly veiled and um, just a very, very, um, um, hmm. yeah, some, this seems like, like an attack on um, my inability to be alone. But I realized today that I have to go back just over a year now to like, because like a bit over the past year has literally been consumed by the idea of being in a relationship, actually being in a relationship or being broken up and like think about that all the time. And I don't really remember what life was like before then. Like I remember it was chill, but I feel like I, it just doesn't feel like it was me. Like how who was I before all I thought about was relationship? Mm. I feel like she was a better person. No, she was mm. just different. Oh, that's nice. Um, like there's nothing wrong with you and there's nothing wrong with like enjoying being in a relationship like those things are okay like i I completely empathize like for the longest time i was like i want to be in a serious relationship and then i wasn't a serious relationship and i was like that's pretty nice but i was also like you know what else i miss just fucking being on my own it's very easy my biggest problem was like all of the like separating the good things that happened while also recognizing that I'm not that person because I'm not in that relationship anymore. Yeah. So separating your own personal development in a period where you were so kind of in it with another person, um, it's difficult. But you, like you achieved, you've achieved a lot in the past year. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, um, I feel like your approach is very healthy in your twenties. You know, 
you don't need to cling on to um, a serious relationship. Um, I really wish I had a part of that. Um, maybe I will learn it, but I think it is nice and healthy that you have it. Um, it has been good. I think you do have it. Don't get me wrong. I think I just now is the period of my life where I have like a little bit more free time to at the minute just kind of like work out a bit, experience some new fiction, read some stuff, play some games, just kind of be like embrace all the stuff that I'd be like, don't have to fully commit myself to being an adult because everything's on shutdown and I'm just looking for a job. Like I don't have to impress anyone. I'm not in a period of my life where I'm trying to impress anyone. Like I can kind of look at things along the spectrum of like, like there's no one else to keep pace with. I can kind of do the things that I want and to check out and be like, I like in my spare time, I will probably just play some God of War, chill out, take it easy. Not constantly be trying to be like, oh, if I do, I'm going to do these things and these things because my partner's doing these things and these things. Like just being able to switch off and just enjoy playing a video game for a bit, hang out, pick up some new hobbies, take it easy. And just having that freedom to just like look at your own life in, without the perspective of anyone else is very, it's very nice. It's very mm. freeing. But then it's also missing like a comfort zone that you kind of relied on for a really long time, which is like, eh, you, you make do. You yeah. make do. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Um... I think that's a healthy approach, that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> I was going to say same, but I've had, I'm having this blank layer. That's okay. Did you want to talk about job stuff? Yeah, yeah. Well, we have time, unless you have to. Um, no. No. Um, I think this is an interesting topic. I always want to talk about it, but I'm very scared. I might edit all it out, or I might just publish this without editing, so I don't have to read it. Wink, wink. Mm. so I don't have to because quite often I, I do the podcasts and like I listen to them like once or twice but then like the final time like I don't so for like the day or the day before I publish I haven't actually listened to it mm. so um I don't remember exactly and I remember like all the which I think is better because you get distracted yeah have you watched um Killing Eve no I was so so good bbc iplayer killing eve watch the first episode tonight it's incredible i can't Um, iplayer because i'm not in the uk anymore find a way to watch it it's phoebe walter bridge writes the first season Mm. i think she doesn't write as much in the second season but first season is all her she is so good at just writing characters that are just so believable that even when even in the things that make them similar they approach it so separately like mm-hmm. you look at it and you can recognize each one of these characters has a separate way of approaching and dealing with things. Yeah. And it's so, Phoebe Waller-Bridge just understands British people so brilliantly that she can just capture someone and be like, you could change the accent and that person would still be British just from the mannerisms and how incredibly awkward they are. Yeah. And just the way that they act. I like really just enjoyed a... Fleabag. I that was... you, you will enjoy um killing eve so much just the just she does very well at drawing british people especially grumpy british men and all of their failings is is that something you identify with it's oh 100 percent. i'm like i i understand the thing that this character has gotten annoyed about is very minor but also i i recognize in that situation i would be just as annoyed about that thing like literally as i said like single spare time just Embrace some good fiction, find some good things, watch some stuff, like 
take on new movies, expand your horizons. Like it's crazy good stuff. And Killing Eve is such a good just story. It is just very enjoyable and it's very easy to watch. Yeah. And yeah. it's just it's very good crime. Only thing I know about it, I think there's some lesbians so. in it. There's there's some there's some hints in that, but I don't want to spoil. I don't want to say anything. It's just it's, like it's fine. I'm I'm sold. I think that's always a fun to have in a mm. show. Um, I I wanted to um pick up on I've written down tunes um that I want to go back to. One was when you said uh, you really enjoyed uh, success, truest and failure, which mm. I find uh, that's a very nice concept because um I feel like that's what job searching which i mm. feel like i have i've told you that like, how i thought it was not going to be nearly as difficult as it is as um you know i i thought you would just if you were good enough you would come but apparently you have to do a lot of effort and load and there is consistent failure and i haven't gotten to success yet but um is that do you feel like video games have taught you about life in that way i think it depends I, th- I had, I've been, I mean, I have a lot of time to ponder and think about things because I live in the middle of fucking nowhere. And today is the first time that I've left my small British village in maybe two weeks. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, there's plenty of lessons you can learn from stuff like that. I think it's just across the board with fiction, but especially like, yes, in the sense that, um, although in a lot of fiction, it is very easy to just kind of develop this feeling of like oh well the hero always comes out as I'm I am the protagonist of my story this thing is going to work out because I am owed it because I am owed a happy ending um whereas I think a lot with video games especially the ones that kind of interest me is like you're just going to be bad until you understand exactly what this thing expects from you mm-hmm. like there is no cutting corners you will die and you will lose until you succeed by meeting the expectations of what this thing expects from you and i think that's just been consistent with things that i've found in life like a lot of the times like when i was big in the gym thing and i was cutting corners and it led to backache like although cutting the corners might have seemed easier at the time like the thing that was required was just a consistent effort to also pay attention to all the factors and not mm. cut those corners yeah. and then getting back into exercise and focusing on that has helped that massively and I think that's such an important lesson to just be like, you, you, you're not always going to win. You just got to play the game by the rules that are set. And if you find a smart way to play it, do. But understand, like, there's still an expectation of what is required. And that's an ethic and that's a work ethic um, of just being like, I wouldn't say just throwing hours at something until you succeed, throwing hours at understanding how to do this thing so that when you do it you do succeed i think it's not just about like i'm just going to keep on applying for jobs and applying for jobs and applying for jobs it's about being like i've applied for jobs maybe it's time to i'm looking to apply for more how do i reevaluate the way that i'm approaching this how do i Mm reevaluate the way that i um do interviews my sister's been a massive help with this last interview that i did in the presentation as well how do i get all the information from other people to make that better how do i prepare myself for something that when i'm going in i'm going in blind what resources are available and then start building from there and understanding that like what makes sense in your head is based on your own perspective yeah that reminds me of um 
um, in early Spider-Man because I never go very far. Um, there's yeah. yeah, there's one of this where you have to um, defeat. It's the last one with Fisk where you have to like um, web up like some big rope. You, you have to do some things and. It's like not immediately obvious, and I was really frustrated, and, and it took me like a couple of days, I think, to throw it. And then eventually, when I did, I was like, "Oh, this wasn't that hard." Like, yeah. I couldn't yeah. understand it now, but I had to go through all of that journey, and it was actually like I actually found it quite not fun yeah. enough to stay stay with it. Um, I did give up like pretty soon after I, when I got stuck I, again. Yeah, but again, like similar to Apex, that's a game that was like to just fill you in a bit of the backstory because I'm because I'm a nerd and that's uh-huh. stuff that I understand that's where my comfort zone is like that was a game that was implicitly designed for people who have grown up with Spider-Man but haven't always grown up with good Spider-Man games uh-huh. and to give players the best experience of like this is the definitive experience of being Spider-Man and Whereas you never you never came from that background, you never played like games like that growing up. Like web swinging mechanics are not alien to me going into that game, and neither is like playing a game to basically you go into a boss fight, two turrets appear, and you just have to disable them. You, you played enough games, you look at that, and you kind of go like, okay, well I know how I know I need to use the things that they've shown me how to do to take these out and just use that bit of initiative. But if you've never played games before, you don't know that, like how to get past that because up until that point, the game's telling you everything you need to do. And then it's yeah. kind of been like, like, it's like doing maths without being shown how to do maths. That wasn't a very good analogy at all. Yeah, no, um, the, one I was, the one I was thinking about was, um, it kind of feels like going to, um, like going to uni without my parents having gone to uni. And mm. particularly not, um, in UK like there's so many things where I just like I don't understand what's happening and like I am very grateful that I have like I think I have good intuition and I have met a lot of really nice people who have helped me but I mm. feel like now um like sometimes like as, as we talked about like I feel entitled to things um, which is not great um a discussion on a podcast that no longer <laughs> exists yeah uh yeah um I feel like I should have all the, all the things people around me do, like good kind of like an ability to get into a good grad job. And like, I was thinking maybe like if one of my good friends got a, got his number one choice job, um, maybe that's not all him being like super, super good at it. Like he is and he worked hard, but also has people around him who have continually applied to grad jobs and kind of understand. So it's, I feel kind of similar to, um, video games like I've never done any of this before and I don't really know who to ask um mm. but there are people but just maybe not I don't know um yeah but yeah. you look on reddit you speak to other people who get who play games you yeah. get those other experiences and perspectives and you kind of develop that knowledge and that yeah. ties back to what we were saying like building that makes you be able to be better and it's all about working smarter than harder and that's what leads to success yeah um also i was i wasn't gonna you know i was gonna give you um i'm gonna give you a second to um moan about the fact that this is actually not the first time we recorded this podcast and that i did just forget to press record the first time around 
I, I thought about taking a second to give you a hard time for it, but I decided to instead just disperse it randomly throughout the episode. Okay, so yeah. it comes in at different segments rather than just having one singular. Because if the thing is, I thought about it, if I had one singular, like, Alina, you're terrible. We spent two to three hours talking about job mm -hmm. uh, applications for you then to uh, lose the episode entirely. Uh, Jesus Christ. That was so much of our both of our times and what was inevitably like ended up being quite an intense and long conversation debate i think it was quite draining for both of us purely mm -hmm. just from like the levels that we went into and the stuff that we covered just for that episode to just turn into dust just poof just poof um instead of giving you a hard time initially at the start of the episode um that kind of puts you in a position where you can edit that out whereas if i just disperse oh, yeah. it in enough then okay, inevitably yeah. at some point you will you will have to just take one and uh buy one for the bullet i'm not spiteful at all uh -huh. um <laughs> i think it was just funny it was just funny getting to the end of that and being like gosh darn we lost it all that was it hmm. that's not gonna happen again I will say that I don't actually remember any of the things that we discussed or any of the points that I made. No, so this won't be like, like you listen to another podcast where like professional podcasters are like, haha, we lost an episode. That's fine. We're just going to cover over the same stuff. And they're able to do it more like succinctly because yeah. they're covering it. But like, yeah, I don't remember any of that. So we will just, we are just winging it for a second episode. I'm like a repeat, which is great. Yeah for an episode that was was lost to the gallows, inevitably, to the void. the hobbies that you have and were to then build a career out of it which ones do you think you would take and where would you go i it depends like if it was if i could pick anything and i would be like good enough in it that i would know that it were um or if if i have to pick like where do i have enough skill and like where am i where do i know that i could if i put all my effort into turning to career if i tried because like i would want to be a writer and like just write and like about anything like not like a blogger but not necessarily like writing a novel just like write lots of i would really like that i don't know that's i don't think that's that's not a given thing what in particular there's like journal articles like into like stuff for newspapers would you write books about topics i don't know i think I don't, I don't know, because I think there's a lot, like, I don't really read anymore, which is very sad, but, like, um, I would really like to write romance novels, and um, I don't think there is, um, I don't think there is many of the kind of books that I would like to read out there, um, but also maybe I just don't, um, so I could write those, um, you know, about, you know, rom-coms, but on paper, um, that's awesome, and it seems like a good um, way to channel all of my emotions that I usually just feel sitting alone um and try to not think about it anyway um but also i don't know like you know travel journalism or like just journalism like just if, if i had like a good i just want to be famous some 
I just <laughs> want to have lots of followers so that anything I write, like people will read and be like, wow, this is, and I want people to comment on my tweets, like, marry me, mommy, or something like, like they do for a celebrity, like within a second of them posting anything. Yeah. I just want you know, bots to target me. Just, just be famous and like have everyone on my every word. And I do feel like I am entitled to that. I, I'm, I'm trying to spin this into something positive, but you keep on saying <laughs> I just want to be rich and famous, and that's, it's really difficult. Which of the sins is greed? I can't remember. I think it's like six of the seven. Yeah. The seven um, deadly sins, the ones yeah. that they said were that were specifically like, these are the seven bad ones. There are some other ones. Trust me, there are some other ones. Here are the seven. For, for now, we are going to say these. Also, here's the thing, like, beginning in the Norse mythology, Greek mythology, that kind of stuff, but like ancient concepts of God and religion, and always had an interest in religion and God and the afterlife, that kind of stuff, that concept of what happens after we die i think it's fascinating but no one has i recognize this is a very short-sighted view and religion is always a very dicey topic no one has updated the seven deadly sins and i reckon we need at least six more sins i reckon like from from where we were to where we are now i feel like there are a couple things that we should as as society just be like look Jesus didn't say about these ones. No religious prophet said about these ones. But we're going to say, just for the big man upstairs, we're going to say these ones as well. No goes. We're just, we're just not going to do these ones. What's, do you have any, any, any particular ones in mind? Um, you extending, we'll say, we'll say greed is, we'll say greed is six and we'll say 6.1. So like an expansion from from greed we're saying that the sins count as drop down menus as well mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. subcategories um because right. it's a, it's it's what the, like the 21st century like we can we can like computerize these and expand on these to further understand these concepts that were established god knows how long ago like greed 6.1 if if you're in charge of a group of people and you say they can't have something you can't they can't have something because there isn't money for it but there is enough money to put a union jack on a big plane for <laughs> for nine hundred thousand pounds you're bad you're a bad one don't do that that's not all right you don't need it you don't need it mm. so greed 1b will be like if you don't need it you don't need it which mm. i understand fits inherently in agreed but i think it's very specific that yeah. that should be clarified i th- i think that that's the thing when i when i try to think about like whenever you said it and i was thinking oh what could be a different one that i was like oh you know thought or like you know um being a fuck boy um something like that um being you know being a sin but it all goes under um lust and also um i think lust and gluttony um both like i would say lust gluttony and pride are, are the combination of what that would be see this thing is like like you could put fuckboys under those three but like you look at like take greek mythology for example so many gods and so many things attributed to those gods that there is a catch-all for everyone. Like you could be like fuckboys is like this god who did all of these things because all of them have got a portfolio of doing both good and terrible things. They're more human in the sense that they are as good as they are bad. They're as vilified and they've done as much. And I think I don't know. I think it's important to recognize. I just think morality is important, man. 
I think uh, wherever we're going with this conversation is going to get a lot more deep. But I just I just wanted to uh, like have a bit about the fact that we need extra de deadly sins. Um, thinking off the top of my head, um, eating with your mouth open that's eight. I understand yeah, that could fit into us. That's sloth, you know. Like I feel like everything. I, everything. So I, I understand. I was, thinking, I was thinking racism or like discrimination, and then there is one that's both. So like I think you can just because there's such like basic concepts, like the same way. There's only six, like, I did, I did History of Emotion, uh, it's one of my most amazing, and it was, like, from the medieval times to, like, the first, and there's only, like, there used to be, like, loads of different emotions, like, 20 or something, like, like, how they made it in the medieval times, I think, or the early modern, and then, like, they narrowed down to six, because they're never, like, far off that, like, it's like the drop-down menus, you, um, you have your base emotion, and then, like, they can combine, for example, and create new ones, but they're not they're not actually distinguished like you can there's like six like basic biological ones um which is like basically what what we've come up and i think i don't remember what but in science or something um which i think is mm. is morality something that plays into job hunting for you is that something that ever pops up as a priority yeah, literally, I have. I don't. I didn't say that, but I said integrity. Um, it, um but th that's that's not saying. I, but it is like like in one of the because there's a company I really like, and I'm like apply for um I apply for a job, and then a job popped up, and it was really similar, and I applied job as well, and like for them, I said like I've I've realized that my dream isn't to work for like, you know my dream is to work for a company that I think is doing like providing something good, and I want to um, help them sell that. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, classic sales, but, like, I don't know. Like, it's the thing where, like, I wanted to work with charities to, like, help raise money and, like, awareness because I think they're doing a good thing. So, like, anything that's doing a good thing where I believe that it's a good service, like, I can't, like, I literally, I tried and I can't write an application for an investment fund banking or something because I don't think making money for, I don't think making money in that way is thing, like, like, that goes against my, like, integrity. Which I think mm. you can say like like I don't think it's moral to like you know I don't want to work to make rich people richer. What would you say are like in a speed dating sense? We'll go that way. What are your, for a lack of better terms, your career turnoff? What are the factors that maybe other people would say are unnecessary? Your things that put you off? Well, it is literally just. Um, if I don't think they're doing a good thing or like if, if I think they're not, their company has to have like actual value because I think a lot of the finance world a scam like you know not necessarily a scam but I don't think Wall Street like stocks like I've seen more for one like I, I have the I have the intimate details of why this field is not good and Wall Street is a three hour film so it is a very reputable source so but yeah, and a lot just, of that film is just them having sex and doing drugs. Yeah. Like, but how did they afford all of those drugs and all of those people? From an economy that's maybe 30, 40 years ago. I, I, I agree with what you're saying that it still applies, but it's also it's the film equivalent of um, arguing a point against someone because of the title of a news article you read scrolling through Facebook that you didn't click on to open. I don't think, like, one thing is, I don't think billionaires should, like, you know, when you look at, like, when, when you break it down, how much Jeff Bezos are earning, like, per hour, like, they're not working that much, like, you know, to work twice as hard as someone, say, uh, an average person works 35 hours a week, like, to work twice as hard, you have to work 70 hours a week, 
Mm. And like, that's already like, you know, that's, that's almost impossible. That's insane. That's, and that's twice as much. And like, he's earning like thousands of times as much as like, you know, his minimum wage factory workers. And he's not working, you know, thousands of time harder than they are because even, even working twice as hard, such a, like, it's just yeah. hard to imagine like exponential difference like that, I think. Wealth disparity, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. So would you say you prioritize profit for you in a workplace environment is more um, the thing that you're building than it is the money that you're making? Yeah, like like the older I get, like I'm not getting more creative, but like now as opposed to maybe three years ago when I was first year, second year um like I want to be earning more money like I used to think when I did I'm never gonna I'm never want to earn more like what was it like maybe five grand a year like I never want to be earning more than that because that's when you don't have to pay back the loan like and I'm never gonna have to about my student loan and like now I'm thinking I think it would be quite sad to live um to never earn any more money um with like you know, I know I know how good I can be at doing like, the skills I have and the education I have so like I would want to enough like something that reflects my like I would want to earn enough but at the same time I don't want to do it in a place where like I'd rather work in a charity if under 25 than investment. like I keep I keep like back, but I don't I don't know this but it's just it's just encapsulates like also like, finance stuff that I I just I just think it's not good um where you earn like 40 grand as a as a new starter um like I don't I don't think it's a bad thing to necessarily want like I think it's something you do just develop with age more of the recognition of like because I was in the same boat I remember having a conversation with someone one or two years ago I think it was when I was running for rag president with someone being like oh we're all gonna work in the charity sector anyway so gonna look forward to being poor haha and I think there's a lot of value in public service especially as a career I have a lot of respect for people who can do it but I have no less respect from someone like our age who would want to be able to go into a career where they know long-term that, that financially they're just going to be okay, that yeah. they're going to have enough money to not just survive, but also thrive. Yeah. yeah. Like, and like, it does, I think it does become more important. You do realize more things. Like if I think about like, you know, I, I was always like, haha, you know, and I think that money, that, that my, I think the, What's it called? Like the threshold. I think the threshold was um, 21 grand actually when I went to uni, mm. um, which is like if you earn any more to pay back to student loan. Um, and I was thinking that's fine. I'm never going to earn more anyway because I was always like, oh yeah, I'll come back before I went there. Like, um, but like imagine having like a family, buying a house, that kind of stuff. Like you can't, you, you can't really do that, you know, if you, if you want to have um, a flight. Like, and know, just, yeah. You'll have to work for a very long time to have a house. No. Can't pay for pay for some things that will become more important because that would I wasn't thinking about oh yeah, I'll need a nice place to live. Like if I wanted to work in London, I the house prices are insane. Yeah. And it's just like being able to buy nice clothes and yeah. like have nice things, like money won't solve all your problems, but being financial like waking like waking up in the morning and not being like i i am financially worried about my long term yeah is so much weight off your shoulders i think that's something that queer eye has kind of shown me like you know their their idea isn't to isn't to like you know 
oh, we'll give you lots of like expensive things because that will make you happy. But it's just showing how, like, if you wear the right clothes, um, and uh, you can improve your confidence, and like that will improve everything else in your life. Um, yeah, like the most important thing is to be able to support a lifestyle where you're able to be your best self. Yeah, and that's not all. That's going to be different for everyone because that's what defines you as like like I could quite easily see myself going through an outdoorsy phase just wearing shorts like most of the time and living off very little owning very little and just spend as much time as I can just going out and seeing stuff and in that case the margin for how much money I would need to be able to support our best life would be less but still have expenses yeah. like it is it's important to recognize that and it's important to like just be able to afford and support yourself through having fun i think our generation has also especially through social media and being able to see so much more and have so much more interaction with older generations either that or just noticing it more anyway as you get older like just being able to have a lot of exposure to people who only have like are financially comfortable or have a lot of money or a good self once they have responsibility mm-hmm. like oh I, ha- I I feel like in my situation now I am financially secure and safe and I am able to buy things that I want and do all these things but like because that's taken a couple of years and I met a partner since and that's come with expenses we've got a baby on the way so that's not going to be we've got maybe three four months of that and then things are going to be more complicated like the idea of having that early enough to be able to enjoy it entirely by yourself I don't think I think like it's a kind of selfish but it's a kind of selfish where it's like it's not a lust for a lot of money to go out and just spend it on yourself it's just a want to be able to like support yourself and just be confident in yourself and just be like I don't need anyone else to support me i just want the people in my life to know that i'm okay so that i can support them if they need to yeah and i think it's just it would it's just nice to be able to think of yourself as more of an individual than just a part in a machine like oh i'm i want to work in charities so i'm just going to slot myself in there and do everything that i can for other people and that's great is a fantastic I respect it entirely but I think it's short-sighted to take into consideration what you need as a person yeah well you can make a lot of money try to like the CEOs make money like you know n- not as much as other CEOs probably but um you know you can make good money try to as like if you get into management and you like even if you start as like a student producer you can rise through there like it is acceptable but I think yeah. there is like there's definitely a big element where charity at entry level um it is mostly about the environment and the and the fun and like you know like you know the people we were um, who work who are like young people like working in charity appreciation they get to like travel to places with the charity challenges like you know you get to travel loads um, you don't get paid very much any matter because you're having fun at your job mm. um so i think that's fair but like i, I have realized that I don't think I need to be necessarily doing charity. Like, I don't think that's the only thing that's worthwhile. Um, yeah. Like, I think there's like, it's just the thing. Like, I feel like I, my main thing is that I want to work where, where I believe that they're people and it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be charity. I think it's like to finish off my point with the money thing is there's so many factors that aren't considered 
with students when thinking about long term. Mm -hmm. I think you have a lot of people in involved with a lot of the charity stuff who don't consider about, well, no, just drawing a broad bar a bracket and I'm going to roll it back because it's unfair to them. They do such good work. I think it's consistent across all students is money isn't as much of a factor because you're not in a position to support yourself. So you don't know what that money means. Yeah. I think there's so much of not enough explained to first years. Like you're here to do this degree. You're looking for a job. You want to find something. It's usually like you're, you're here for this degree. You want a job. What do you want from that job? Like, do you want something that's satisfying? But it's not just find something that's satisfying. It's about finding something that's well paid, but in line with the kind of lifestyle that you want to lead. Yeah. And the fact that that's a trade-off, that it's resource management, another thing you can learn from video games, is resource <laughs> management. It's about being like, not just the thing that you're doing, but the thing that you're doing involves. So like, yes, you could work as a chef and you could be really well paid while you run your own business, but also the hours are going to be incredible. And if you're running that business, it means your free time is going to be on the books, sorting stuff out. And it means at some point you're going to have to step away from the cooking itself and run things on an administrative level. That might not be your cup of tea. It might not be yeah. your strength. So, and even if you learn, like it, it's not going to be the thing that you got into it for from the start. Are you still going to be happy about it in a couple of years? Yeah. And I don't think those, these are the questions that you should be asking to freak out students or to be like, stress anyone out i think it's these things that you should be able to ask yourself early on and be like it's okay if you don't have the answer you've got time but you're going to ask these now and you're gonna you got three years just try and answer them by the end just try and you got three years to answer these these couple questions just mm -hmm. take them away think about what you want to do think about what it's going to look like in a couple of years and it's okay to say like i want to do this and i want to do this thing and then be like but i could only see myself doing it for five years the questions that you should be asking yourself when looking for a job are way more than what you want to do but what does Alina Cook or Sam Meadows look like as someone who wakes up every morning and is able to just be cons even on days when they've hurt themselves in the gym or someone's been mean to them or they've had a breakup and it's not going great they're able to be satisfied with the lifestyle that they're living um, and it's a lot of questions and it's a lot of research. And I think it's a lot more than jumping into job searching. It's a lot more soul searching first. Mm. And my sister's always said, like, if you've got the time to do that, do it because you should be asking yourself these questions, mm. exactly what you want, as opposed to jumping into the fact that you need a job. Sometimes it's better to find a job and then do all these questions because then you have an income. Like owning my own business in that sense would be really exciting. I think being able to just get to a point financially where I'm just like the dream would be able to be get to a point financially where like just being able to go on an adventure with something like that and setting up a business and doing it with friends and making good food and making people happy. I and mean, it's a pleasure for me to make. It's a pleasure to share with other people and share those good times and just being able to be like, yeah, sure. There's a lot of things going wrong in the world, but for the people who are here, eating this are at least able to get some satisfaction out of being here in this situation with us being able to just enjoy that i think that would be nice just being able to mm -hmm. maybe own a restaurant but the ongoing joke has always been i'm going to have a food truck and then just disappear for however long it takes for me to see the world and do all those things 
And that's the tea from Sam. Thank you everyone for joining us for this third episode of the podcast. And thank you especially to Sam who joined me twice because yes, I did forget to press record the first time around. We are now available on a couple new places, including Spotify. So find us wherever you usually would find your podcasts. And also if you are on Instagram, so are we at Growing Pains the Pod. Thank you to Bryn finally for the use of theme music in this podcast. And I hope you all have a wonderful week.